0: Hello, folks, and welcome to the Metallica Report. I'm Stefan Shirazi, editor of the band So What
1: magazine. And I'm Renee Richardson, director of philanthropy for Metallica's foundation. All within my hands. This is the official weekly Metallica podcast, where you'll hear all the news from the band's HQ and studios deep in the heart of Northern California. <laughs> Steph, my friend, my brother, how you doing?
0: Well, survived New Jersey. Uh, It was definitely (laughs) insane in there for sure. I mean, uh, it was like the late 80s and it took it out of me. I got to be honest. It was very physical. It was very hot. A lot of sweat flying around and a lot of uh, energy expended. And uh, yeah, I made it with a big smile on my face. I have to tell you.
1: My wristy watchy thingy that logs everything I do will attest to that. I got my steps in.
0: I got my steps in. I got my arm workout. I got it all going on. (laughs) What a start to the M72 North America run it's been. And this week, we've got the small matter of the M72 No Repeat weekend hitting not just Arlington, Texas, but the entire world as we look forward to the live movie theater experience taking place this weekend. We'll be speaking with M72's creative director, Dan Brown, and James Hetfield too about this massive global Metallica event.
1: And don't forget, you guys, this podcast is all-inclusive. We cannot emphasize enough the collaborative nature of this. Just like a Metallica gig, it's a symbiotic relationship. So thank you in advance for being a part of this little journey of ours. It is very easy for you to be a part of the action. Go to Metallica.com backslash podcast. Submit your thoughts, your experiences, and your questions. Now, before we get into Arlington, can we talk about New Jersey for just a second? The fans are the absolute Best, Stefan.
0: Let's face it, MetLife Stadium ended up feeling more like an indoor arena slash animal house. I mean, there were 80,000 of the Tri-State's finest ragers bringing their A-game, and that's you, New Jerseyites and Tri-State New York folk. You brought it. You brought every ounce of energy, and you ensured that the band had an energy storm to tap into.
1: Oh, God, the the Tri-State and beyond. I mean, I met people from all over the world at that show, multiple generations. There was a guy there with his mom. And his son, which was awesome. And I did accidentally wander into a mosh pit, but we can get into that another time.
0: Let me just tell you, my funnest, crazy New Jersey moment was being clouded with a beach ball. Uh, oh. Actually, not just one, loads of them. And look, just seeing that chaos exploding everywhere at that moment. And there's sweaty old me and the techs and security trying to punch these giant things back into the, the, the masses who were also going crazy. And like, look, one person even yelled... Don't hit it back. I'll take it home. And I was just wondering, (laughs) what are you going to do with a giant beach ball? But yeah, it was a right old kerfuffle. I wasn't the only one enjoying it. Let's hear from somebody else who was really having a good time.
2: I love the chaos on the stage of them. It's got a club vibe in a way where, you know, like watching that show last night a little bit like you never know what's going to happen. And I love that. Someone's going to hit a ball and it's going to knock a mic over. And then I got to go over here or I stop playing and I pick it up or the drum kit gets crushed by one. You know, what do you do? Okay. You, you battle on and it's kind of fun. I think it's, it's exciting that we, we created this chaos and we're in it along with them. And it's, it's pretty entertaining and you know, a bunch of beach balls bouncing around in a stadium sounds like a great idea. Um, Is it who knows? Uh, But it is fun you know there's 72 beach balls bouncing around right now
3: hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds our family now has three pairs of raycon earbuds around the house and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price and yes she loves them now if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of raycons
1: Oh my god, I love it. Shocker. James loves the chaos. <laughs> I have to say, I love the chaos too. We're going to hear a little bit more from James later. But we have some news to deliver, which involves you
0: out there, because Metallica has been nominated for an MTV VMA, that is a Video Music Award, for Best Rock Video for Luxiturna. It was the first video off the 72 Seasons album, and they are in good company in this category, alongside Foo Fighters, Linkin Park, Manskin, Muse, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But hey, This award is determined by fans. That is you. So please go to mtv.com backslash VMA and click on vote.
1: And if you voted before in past years for the VMAs, then you know you get 10 votes per category per day. And every day there's a power hour where your vote doubles. So that's pretty cool. That goes on from 1 till 2 Eastern daily. And then on the last day of voting, which is September 1st, you can submit up to 20 votes. Voting closes on September 1st, and the VMAs are going to be happening on Tuesday, September 12th, and hopefully we'll be watching Metallica win. And now, a quick word from our sponsor.
2: Great experiences start with great sound. Great whiskey starts with great sound, too. We work with Myers Sound to create our black noise sonic enhancement process to reverberate against the aging barrels to release more flavor. We did all of this so Blacken would redefine the category and help you make some great experiences of your own. Blacken! Whiskey remastered. Find it at your local retailer or
1: blackandwhiskey.com. So, as I mentioned earlier, you're a big part of this podcast. And with our Family Matters feature, we ask you to submit your questions for the band and us, for that matter, at Metallica.com slash podcast. And you've done it, just like we asked. The first person we're going to hear from is Kevin McDonald from Liverpool. He wanted to ask Rob Trujillo a question.
0: Hi, my name's Kevin, based in Liverpool in the United Kingdom. I read an interview recently with someone called Mark Allen Medina, who mentioned playing with Rob in a new wave band in the 1980s called Perfect Stranger, just before Rob joined Suicidal Tendencies. There's not much info about this online, so I'm just wondering whether Rob's got any stories or memories about playing in this band. Thanks for your time, and thanks to everyone involved for putting this podcast together. Mr. Trujillo had a bit of a chuckle at this one in a a really good way because he loves old school memories and he said the following I'm going to quote verbatim with his answer Perfect Stranger was a new wave band I was in mostly to gain experience as a live performer they had a large local fan base and I needed to not limit myself to the west side they could headline any LA Hollywood Valley music venue musically it was not great and there's kind of a laughing uh, little uh, emoji with a tear in the eye (laughs) If you know that one but it definitely taught me to learn to write songs and not just be a side man mark was good at promoting and hustling at the time we had fun great players in the band equal randy selinsky on guitar student of randy rhodes end quote rt loves to look back at those days always he had a great chuckle so kevin that was a great question and folks keep them coming submit your audio to metallica.com backslash podcast let him
1: All right, you guys, here we are on the eve of Arlington, just outside of Dallas, Texas. This show is just a little more than an M72 no repeat weekend. It's a global movie theater event. So no matter where you are in the world, you're going to be able to watch the same live show at the sold out crowd in Arlington. will be watching present company included. And that live in the moment experience is happening at over 2,500 Theaters around the world. This is all thanks to our friends at Trafalgar releasing. We should also mention that due to time zones, some countries are going to see the show the next day. We're doing that so you don't have to watch the show in the middle of the night. It makes a lot of sense if you think about it. And if you haven't grabbed your ticket, go to Metallica.film, get one before they're all gone. And while you do that, I'm going to pull in M72 creative director Dan Brown. He's going to be able to explain to you better than I ever could (laughs) what the movie experience will be like for you in a theater.
0: The approach for this is not that we're sending a prepackaged movie to, to theaters to watch. The show that's going to go out in the transmission system is going to be a hybrid show of all of the things that you would see in the stadium if you were looking at the screens, but it's also going to be a different framing and a different look than you would see in the stadium So you will see what it's like to sit high in the stadium and look down through the show at the band. You'll see what it's like to be on the barricade rail looking up at the band. You'll see what it's like to be halfway up the stadium looking across through the band. And so we're looking forward to reaching Metallica fans wherever they are around the world, knowing that the Metallica family is having a shared experience all over the world think about that it's a gig for over 2500 theaters a totally live performance with a i don't know maybe a six secondish buffer at best basically every note that they're playing live is hitting the screens right then no redos and i always wondered exactly how it feels to be the artist knowing that you're stepping into that and whether your approach changes for these rare shows so i thought i'd ask james in the dressing room before night two at metlife stadium to give me an insight we're on camera every night
2: I mean, there's stuff there all the time. And we can let it get into our heads and, and like, oh my God, this is super t- insanely special. But what I think people want is us. <laughs> they want us and what we do. They don't want it all fancified or cleaned up or whatever. You know, that's not us, you know, just because it's broadcast to more people, should it be different? No, we're grateful. That something like this can happen to a, you know, 42 year old band. But at the end of the day, I'm playing to the fans that are there. And that's what happens.
0: I love that approach. I love that vibe. It's such a vital part of Metallica being Metallica. I'm so stoked that James articulated that for everyone. And it's why I know that these Arlington shows are going to be both electric and unique.
1: Well, that's it for us, Steph. And just to let you all know that next week we roll into SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles and we will be debuting a cool little feature. It's called Crew Tips. The clue is in the name.
0: And we'll have Metal Blade Records president Brian Slagle on to tell us about the very first early LA days of Metallica.
1: Until then, thanks as always for joining us and tell your friends about the Metallica Report so we can keep growing it together. See ya! Metallica
0: loves you. The Metallica Report is produced by Metallica HQ, Pantheon Media and PopCult.
1: If you like what we're doing here, please rate us and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Be sure to visit metallica.com backslash podcast to submit your questions, offer your thoughts and become a part of this podcast.
1: Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.